afternoon, and welcome back to the Geek Domination Podcast. This is the topic section. We're actually going to touch back on a little bit of stuff that we didn't get to in the first section. So, Zane, I believe you've been playing a game with your girlfriend, wife, wife, your wife. Actually. Yeah, no, um, she. I know she. She. Um, we've been playing Lego Batman Three. Found it at Best Buy a couple weeks ago uh, for twenty bucks on the Wii U. I like it on the Wii U a lot because you don't get the bullshit split screen that happens on every other console that since like the pirates one has been like it starts out horizontal and spins oh my god i, I hate hated that, that. It me kind of weird sickness while i'm playing you don't get that on the wii u we use nice splits it just directly one gets the fucking gamepad one gets the tv simple easy no problem it's been fun i love it i love seeing all the different characters it's just the only problem I have with it so far is by comparison to other Lego games, it seems like you're forced to just finish the story first and foremost. Very has much. That not, has that not been the, the you've been able, to, especially with the older ones, like going way back to like the Star Wars ones, you could actually go back and play like free play mode after you have just free enough. Free play mode was fun. I guess I just never right did characters. that. I guess I just never did that until I actually beat the entire story. The, well, the thing is that with this one, it feels very much like it goes story to story and not enough. And then sometimes it forces you like into like what would be a social zone, but it's hard to tell what it is at this moment sort of thing. And you're like, is this, it's part of the watchtower. I can't tell if this is the story. We look up and realize, oh, we're not building a hero score. I guess this is not the story mission yet. And it's been, we spent like 40 minutes trying to unlock the story mission because it was so hard to figure out how to open up one door. It was dumb. It was really, really dumb. But otherwise I've been really loving this new one. It's been interesting and fun to see them take on the franchise in this direction, especially after two and two, I was one of the few Lego games that I actually hundred percent and like actual hundred percent of everything. And it's um, always nice to find, you know, a good game to play with your significant other. Absolutely. And this is one of them. Um, albeit it is frustrating at times, frustrating for us both because we'll be sitting there and like, I have no fucking idea what to do. <laughs> and then you screw up and then she's mad and then you apologize. And then she goes, I can't, I just don't know what to do. And they're like, I don't know either. I can't tell you what to do. <laughs> like, I can't give you advice either. I'm just as lost. Like, we're both lost. Yeah. And see, th- that's that cardinal rule. You know, you mess up, she gets mad, you apologize. Mm-hmm. She messes up, you get mad, she gets mad, you apologize. Yep. <laughs> no, that's exactly how that works every <laughs> single time. Dead on. Marcus just summarized how that works. Relationship okay. advice I play, here on Geek I play Domination. Super Smash Brothers and Mortal Kombat with my significant other, and uh, we just kill each other. Injustice. That's what me and Katie do if Good. we're going to do a fighting Good. game together. I don't know. I play. I need to I get play, MKX now that they're doing a season two. I play that Smash Brothers. I'm going to get regardless of season one over, but now I feel like I'm pressed to do so. Predators, pretty cool. Overall. Yeah, there's a, there's a little bit of sadness in his moveset, but overall okay. he's good. Okay. Yeah, I play that that Smash Brothers session with you and your girlfriend, your wife, mm-hmm. excuse me. And Jeez. Uh, I avoided her like the plague. Good call. She's good? After that, after that first game. She's good? Well, see, okay, so it depends. If Zayn screws her over whenever we get into a battle, she screws Zayn over hardcore. That's, that is her sole objective. That is but her only objective. But if I messed up and hit her for some reason and started a battle, I I incurred the wrath. So you don't you don't mess with that. Somehow... Somehow that old adage of uh, hell hath no fury. Fury like a woman scorned. Translates way too much into a game like Smash Brothers. Dude, way too much. You're not allowed to commit a second party foul. That means you got to leave. <laughs> and we got something to careful. talk about now that we're actually getting into the topic section for real. So the topic today, after having played enough Destiny to at least get what they're going for and 
feel the effects of the changes, and now it's one year later, and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> what can we expect going forward? I have a quote here set aside from Cody, something that he wanted to make apparent on the cast. I'll do that a little, a little bit. I just want to kind of let us touch on each other's thoughts and feelings in regards to what can be done going forward, what might be coming in future updates, expansions, etc. How do we would like to see it go forward, considering they made many statements about it being a 10-year-long game? Uh, I really want to want to just touch on the base of, you know, whenever you play the original game, the first, mm-hmm. you know, few missions, stuff like that, you quickly learn that there's somebody else watching you. Okay, so it's not just the Guardians back in the tower. You also find out about the Stranger, which is also where you get, you know, the Stranger's rifle and all that kind of stuff. It quickly becomes apparent, though, because she flat out says her path is not forged in light like all the Guardians are. Yep. I really want to know what the hell her path is forged in. I want to know what she can do. It's heavily alluded in Grimoire that she is attached to the Nine, which is also Xur. Which would be an but interesting But that's about set. all we know about her, is that she's attached to the Nine in some capacity. I really want to figure out what it is that, that, that her and people like her can do. I would really love to see, you know, maybe, maybe even a second game that you can port your characters into. Something like that. I mean, obviously with the technology that we have out today, you don't actually have to make a Destiny 2. Like, just we just launched year two, 2. And it's an expansion. Yeah, you just launched the expansion, and we can continue playing the same game the same way we've been playing, but we get to see an extra side of it. I would absolutely love to see... A true expansion. True expansion with three new character types that are completely offset from the Guardians. You have a different social area. You have a different everything. I mean... To draw a comparison, what you're saying is essentially what I experienced in... Uh, City of Heroes when they launched City of Villains, which was a completely different social hub. Technically, many of the same subclasses, just the abilities were altered. They were modified in some capacity. To be evil. Essentially, (laughs) yeah, to be villains. And fulfilled a different aspect and voice of the community. It allowed you to also play a lot of PvP with some small amount of storytelling, be able to kind of drive that narrative. And it's like you yep. said earlier, because earlier you, you had said that uh, the people of Bungie, they said that Destiny wanted to be an online D&D session kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, get you together, meet like up D&D. once a week, you, you get a group of people and you raid, or you get a smaller group of people and you nightfall strike. These aspects, especially for somebody like me who has played D&D a lot, mm-hmm. that's awesome. But at the same time, as a guardian, you can only be good. You only do good. things for the light. But whenever I played D&D, there was an a completely other side to everything. You didn't necessarily have to follow the law. You could straight up turn around and murder someone in a town if you wanted to. Now, I'm not saying the destiny is going to get into that because that's a lot of convoluted stuff. You're killing NPCs. What happens if that NPC needs needs to be part of a mission later? That's fine. But I would also like to see how someone in the path of darkness can be forged into somebody who does something that's not necessarily evil because you can be lawful evil Mm-hmm. In D D. Well, the cool thing about the like Destiny Two, um, and I want to say it's like it's a very starting point for that idea, but look at the Fallen. They were obviously able to be persuaded and for at least a little while by the Awoken, and the Awoken I think we perceive as technically in the light, 
Um, they're the mix. They're the, the, okay. They but, have stated they and, are and, But that also proves light. that there's more mixes then, regardless. Either way, mm-hmm. like it proves that the light and the darkness can coincide and work for good, quote unquote. Light and dark better, don't necessarily mean good. The better. Good and evil. I love exactly. I love that analogy like, right there. I like light that. and dark does not necessarily mean good and evil. Exactly. Good job. That, that's that's what I'm saying. Like I'd like to see more dimension to characters going along with what you're saying. Exactly. I think, I think for me the most important thing, like something that me and Cody both agreed on that we both said would be said today is a fourth class, flat out class with each subclass, probably gonna be coming along. That's just something most MMOs do. That's something that most RPGs wind up doing in expansions is releasing an additional class that has its own subclasses. So what would you... I don't know. Yeah, what would you recommend question, for that? And there's nothing you could, I could do. But they have a team of 500 people plus We need that could work on that. I just think that, it's a natural growth. We need something that taps into like what... Um, like what Marcus is saying with the darkness. I think we need a darkness... Something revolved around that type of power. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what that type of power would be for each class. You know, you know. Now that uh, you say that, revolve around said ability. Now that you say that, since we've already brushed on the point of King, I mean. the Awoken being light and dark, yeah. what if we have Awoken who are going on the darkness side? So even still, we don't actually necessarily need, like I said, you know, with three, well, strangers three are new. An exo, flat out. Let's just put it out there. The strangers an exo. Exactly. So we don't actually technically need new species at all. The rumors are around that uh, Zer is probably Toland. Because Toland was obsessed with the dark and making dark weapons and using their power. What if he got in touch with the Nine eventually and look at him. It's fucking got tentacle face. Worm base, yeah. Yeah. yeah I, you and know he what gives you need- the weapon frame for the bad juju quest. To get bad juju, we and need, that's we need more uh, expansion of the story. Um, Something that I specifically said that I wanted really bad yeah. is I want quests that follow your species and use Vex technology to go back to the Golden Age specifically because that's when the first that would Exo be were really created. Fucking cool. That's when the Awoken were created, and that's when human humanity fell. From grace, it'd be great to see what that humanity looked like. Because exactly. if you think about it, technically you could weave in all three species into the same storyline just with forking paths at a certain point. Exactly. I have but a like, similar idea with that too, and I'll say in a minute. Go ahead. But, but like I was saying, we have the Awoken, who are light and dark. So technically, we have, you know, a bridge. We have a bridge into this this other thing, and the stranger is an exo who is. Not Fortune and Light. Now, like I said, that's speculation that she was Fortune and Dark. She could just also be an Exo that never got memory wiped and was never shut down from the original war. Could be. But you never find out her name, so you never really know if she's been wiped or not. But my, my thinking is, is, okay, so the Awoken are the humans that left, right? They're the ones who made it to the Reef. They were on the edge of the light. Well, That's how they... Is that confirmed or assumed? Yeah, so here's what... Uh, I'll, let me put it out there. Let me start off with my stuff, because... I don't even um, know that. I've read the Grimoires, mostly. Okay. Most of all. Not all of them, because there's a fuck ton. But almost all of them. So, let me start off with humans. Humanity fell back when the Cataclysm happened. The Cataclysm was when the darkness pushed and killed the Traveler, and they ran back to Earth and basically fell back hard. 
now then, somewhere right around the same time is also when they went into full production on the Exos to fight their war. The Exos being, from what the Grimoires uh, assume and assert, is that they were humans that did not want to die, but wanted to continue fighting the war for forever. This coincides with both those theories. The third one kind of coincides with Dead Orbit in a mentality. Actually, in fact, all the factions nail every single idea of what those species are of their of their head the awoken were the dead orbit they thought that the traveler was worthless and they needed to leave they needed to run away they needed to fly as far away from as possible as they fled they got mixed in with darkness and starlight that's specifically something the queen says three or four times in the stories in addition the exos future war cult it's a species knowing that they that war will always happen and that they will always be needed for war that's why the EXO is the head of that. New monarchy is humanity. They want to forge a new empire in the ashes of their old one. It's good information. I've never looked at it that way. That's, you know, and I hate to like segue into this, but mm-hmm. like that, but that's exactly what I think is the biggest thing for me going forward in Destiny. I really want there to be a an expansion to show the different philosophies governing where and what we are doing in the current world that we are in which mm-hmm. i think is the perfect point to introduce faction something something similar to faction wars going alongside with the fact that light and darkness aren't necessarily good and bad we could go in with the idea that these philosophies all have great like good Concepts, to them, yep. but also some fallouts and some problems with them. So maybe we could have a, you know, say like with the allegiance, with showing allegiance and everything, maybe we could have that function into missions for certain uh, sects and certain organizations within mm-hmm. the tower. And that would also enhance our story and give us also more reason for doing the things that we are doing. At the end, maybe it would give you an ability to have a choice introducing more rpg mechanics into this game and more abilities of choice what do you mean That's choice been, well i i want destiny for me when i first came out with the like when it came out as a first inception i thought this was a good opportunity to mix the combat shooting of mass effect with something that gave you the ability to create choices with see, Destiny as it is right I now... I can see where in their wording you can see that, but I never once thought that they would go the route that's, of dialogue that's, options. That's fair. That's fine. That's yep. fine. But for me, like that's kind of like been that one thing that's been missing from me, um, especially on a story standpoint as well. I want the ability... I think that would be cool to have the ability to start creating choices in Destiny. And this would be something longer, much longer down the line, because obviously this would be an evolution of what Destiny is yeah, currently. Absolutely. Because what a devolution like what Destiny is currently is it's a it you know, it's a grinding MMORPG. Uh, you don't really have choices, but you go along missions well, and you gain loot and you have abilities. You don't have choices in dialogue. I want to have some you more choices. You probably in, will never have that. I would I like to... I want to make that clear. Okay, I'm just saying, for me, the biggest change and the biggest evolution of what Destiny could become and what I think it could make for such an intriguing storyline is I think if we had a little bit of more choice, maybe not necessarily in dialogue. Maybe we'll never have dialogue choices, but maybe we have a choice to select what type of allegiance we swear to and what the future of our destiny would be. 
I agree. I agree. I agree with your, your well, statement and, and altogether. To, to kind of, because uh, see, my thought is because we need we need morality. We need ethics. We need some reason I for what we're doing. Think, that's what destiny. Misses, I think part of the lives. problem with what you're getting at is there's not any, there's no vocalization of that, but there is. It's all in there. I mean, yeah. Let me put it, make it clear. Dead Orbit claims very outright with their head and everyone else in their, their group that the traveler is dead and we need to abandon ship. They want to leave to the edge of the star system and never come back. That is their ideology. That is what they believe. Future yes. War Cult believes war it will never end and we must yeah. always be prepared for future wars. Yeah. I, I get, they I get all what have, you're saying. They all have a philosophy and you have to choose an allegiance with them. But you can next week comes around, you can just say, "Oh, hey, I'm choosing allegiance right. with this." Right. But other the thing group. is, the thing is, is that the rewards are built around how long you spend with that group. I get what you're saying. It's just I, I don't know. For me, that's really what I want. I just I want, I want increased story for those factions, and I want increased reason for why those factions are. No, I'm not. I'm not saying it's not. I'm not trying to say that it's there. What I'm saying is what you're saying is already begun. It's so, just not expounded upon properly. That's so the here's, unfortunate thing. Here's my thought, though. So each of the factions pertains to a different race of the three races. That's okay. Too, yeah. Now I don't think it's quite direct, but I can. It's funny that the leaders are that way. Well, it's pretty direct altogether because even the queen says that the traveler's dead. We gift it to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in orbit, honor of their their in traveler. honor of their traveler, their traveler. Mm-hmm. They don't believe that the traveler is the. They're centuries old. Yeah, they they're pretty much removed. Okay, so then you also have the exos. Okay, but here's the thing: if we put in people's choice into each of those factions, so all of the awoken don't necessarily believe that the traveler's dead, that we need to abandon the ship. Obviously, the guardians who are awoken, humans, exos, yeah, like they grade. they say that the travel shall still not necessarily alive but it still protects them That's well we had, a, we, had a, we had a story for, element yeah. in this dlc that pretty much outright said it's dead oh no it, it says sh- it's straight up out, it's dead. i was born when the traveler died i was born when the traveler died exactly those words but the traveler's light still remains which is why that last city exists because that's a last city protected you'll notice that you never really fight inside that city you don't even get to see the city mm-hmm. other than the guardian tower but moving on to future war cult, the Exos believe that there's always going to be a war. Do all the Exos believe in this? You can't say, because if you're actually adding the, the people element, the player element, are there people who believe that the war will always be going? Are there people who want to end the war forever? See what I'm saying? So you actually have two sides to each faction. So here comes into your faction war. If these two factions are fighting to unify what the faction itself believes then you have awoken fighting awoken in dead orbit you have humans fighting humans a new monarchy and then you also have exos fighting exos in future war cult however assigning allegiance with them people don't fight wars with just their own people they send people to do other tasks like whenever you go do a task for future war cult like a bounty or completing vanguard missions stuff like that and you gain reputation with them that doesn't necessarily mean that you are 100 on their side or not but it just means that you align with them for that time, which is why you can transfer who you actually align with. Basically, at that point, you're just a bounty hunter. You're just doing stuff because that's who pays. I mean, but isn't that kind of what we are right now? That, uh, that's, that's exactly what I'm saying. So if you actually are awoken, 
then you have both sides of what the Awoken people think. Is the Traveler dead or is it not? If you're part, if you're an EXO, you have the side of what the EXOs think. Is there always going to be a war or is there a way to end it? If you're human, who's going to take power? That is a constant battle throughout even our history, and I'm sure it appears in theirs. Mm, yeah. So you have interfaction wars. That well, and that's what I'm alluding to. I think I think yeah, exactly what, saying. what you're why, saying is with like you. I. That's what I want. That's what I want out of Destiny. Is exactly what you're saying, and, and kind of what I'm saying is I want I want more reason and more depth to what is already there in the game. You know, I, I just personally, through all my experiences and being the most diehard, I just I feasibly cannot see them ever doing any form of faction conflict. Mm. I just don't Shame. see it ever occurring. Well, the. the I necessarily, our theories, out. our theories right now aren't necessarily feasible no. at all. This no, is what I'm we just, want. I'm just, yeah. Oh, no, I know, and I'm not saying I'm not saying that you're wrong for wanting that because it's not wrong to want that. I'm just flat you're out. You're just saying, thinking on the realistic side. On a realistic sense <laughs> of knowing exactly what's going on, of understanding that I, it pre, the game came out almost exactly how I predicted it would come out. I had no disillusion of possibilities. The game came out exactly how I thought it would come out. Okay. Knowing that speculation aside, no, I'm just saying, knowing that I don't see a faction war of any kind because I don't see how you measure that. I don't see how the game, knowing that it it wants to be a weekly to monthly thing to Mm -hmm. daily thing, that they do not want any form of faction war that will be a 24 hour event that then ends and we find out, oh, everyone that was part of Future War Cult got one package this week. Whoa. It would, it would, it There's would, nothing that no, would... No, it, would, it yeah. would have to be a massive change to the game. I don't think it's something that could I don't, ever I just flat out soon. think that you won't get it, period, in Destiny. And and I just, I, I, I hate that that Destiny can't evolve like that. That's my one fault with Destiny. Well, and, it's, and, and the thing I is, want it, is... I want it to evolve. I want it to become something It'll evolve more. plenty. It just, I don't think that's the direction it'll go. I think it's actually perfectly feasible. If you think about it in terms of we have Iron Banner that comes around once a month. The thing is, is that what you're saying is you're having factions go up against each other that have resounding compounding effects on the eventual story of the game. You can't do that on something that resets weekly or daily. Then you then you eliminate any change that might have occurred that past week. You eliminate all and any. Okay, I see. I see what you're saying. So so you have to do something much different than that. So basically what, what, what this turns out to be is you're thinking that it's going to be an eventual end. Like, who wins? There can't be a winner. There can just be a winner for a time. So even if you think about in previous wars, this person won and they became king for how long? I just, well, let me put it this way. Too. Then they if went to war again. It, this is how it turns out. It's a bounty thing. It's essentially a week-long bounty for Iron Banner. And then they go up against each other and you get the rewards the next week while the next thing is going live. And then the week after that, Iron Man goes live again. And then, guess what? It's another faction war in the Crucible that thens bullshit rewards for the week after that. That's all it turns into. It won't ever be what you are explaining that you want the emotional compounding effect on your psyche to feel like. It'll never be that. It'll always wind up being something superficial that you'll hate. And that's what I'm getting at. Okay, I, I see what you're saying. See, my- I can see it occur... Yeah, my, it my just thing is be what you want. I, I'm not talking about interfaction or, or yeah, like yeah. future work hold against dead orbit, right? Because that's not what they want. They don't care what the other person thinks. Mm-hmm. They care what the people in their faction thinks, right? So I can't I, see interfaction. That's why. That's why. What I want is something that's exposition towards the history of that group, 
Because then you're using the story and the technology within the game, te Vex this case, that have the ability to go through time. Then you're going back in time or forward in time to seeing Future War Cult. It's a fucking cult that has the name Future in it. Use the time travel like crazy and have some cool missions through time involving, is war really always going to be around? Have Dead Orbit find out what the truth of their eventual realizations and goals are. And the new monarchy would. Same so with I them. think I think the only I think the only person who would actually go backward in time would be Dead Orbit. No. If you think about it, no, because because the future war cult is trying to figure out whether the war will new always be in the future. Monarchy would go back to when the emp their last monarchy fell. The idea of their monarchy because they to want, gather they want, information. I guess they that's want, right. They want uh, Zavala to be their leader. So Zavala would be a big part of their uh, their history. You have Cade clearly having connections to Banshee 66 probably has connections to Future War Cult because he walked into Iron he walked into the Crucible and won every game he ever entered with no hits on himself. That's one of the in in-game lore pieces is that Cade's never been touched in Crucible. And then you have Ikora Ray of the Warlocks probably has some history involving the Dead Orbit in that she probably convinced them not to wholly leave yet. Because they would have been gone. Let's be honest. That group wants to leave. They would have been gone already. They have ships. I'm sure they have ships. They've got money. That's their whole idea. Though. Yeah. They would have been gone already. We would have found just, them on like Mercury. Or not Mercury. Fucking farther away. Pluto or something. I want, I want Destiny to evolve. I want there yes. to be a culminating Absolutely. story that evolves it. You don't, I just, I'm afraid that Destiny will be too afraid to take those measures. And that's what I'm saying why I want something akin to factions deciding what happens and maybe it's not a dialogue choice but maybe it's an event maybe it's an event that happens that decides where those three factions end up going creating new social spaces and new areas to explore new paths the only problem that i see with that is you'd have the only problem with that specifically is the diff distance between between the content drops because you'd see the sure. effects three to six months later and then it'd be so much less impactful than if you saw it the next day after you do something profound. And that's the only negative I could see in that. But then again, who knows how they change things. I mean, we're just now finding out that there's something that might pop up next week for all we know, or tomorrow exactly. for all we know. So we don't know really the extent of what's in this content, let alone what's going to be possible in the future ones. I just want to stress that like, I just can't and, see factions fighting well, I can without see, seeing just bullshit. That's like, I, oh my God, I that didn't turn out anyway. It was it's it's like what you're saying with those factions, though, also make me think more in line. Well, what are those factions doing there to begin with? Why don't they just do what they do and then exactly. go about with what they do? And that's what I'm saying with the new social spaces <laughs> mm -hmm. idea. Maybe there's a falling out. Maybe the factions leave the tower. Maybe they go to new areas. I'm and sure in order they would to need pledge to allegiance, a shit ton more to places first. Yeah. Well, I, I, well, I totally either. agree, and that's why. Dead why not? The reef. Why, but why no, not go to new places in general, though? Because they don't necessarily agree with the queen. Otherwise, they'd be with the queen. Let's be honest. They would be with the queen if they agreed with the queen. Mm, I guess that's true. I'm just, I'm just saying, why not go and explore new places with those factions? So, no, I agree with that. Say, for example, you have a new content dropping. You're like, okay, we're going to explore some new planets, but those planets will be exclusive to certain types of factions. And those stories that you go on won't necessarily be well, for the Traveler right or the too. Guardians. Yeah. It'll be for the factions and the stories that they want and what they want no, out that. of you. I 100 If you're that. a bounty hunter, you could go to all three. Well, and that would, that would justify... Wouldn't that be good? Let me put it this way. 
Do you know about the level 25 thing, specifically 25 with a faction? Yeah. Uh, you explained yeah. it to me last week. That that's the only way you can get the exotic class item for that faction. That allows you to equip a second exotic. Uh, uh, yeah, exactly. it's the second exotic that you can equip. Yeah. Um, knowing that's a thing, the probability and possibility lie there then that, say, level 50, a quest line exclusive to dead orbit factions sparks up and it sparks off on a like you're saying a diatribe set of events that go New into a different missions. area in addition you'd have to get to rank 50 with future war cult if you want to experience the future war cult ones and make you feel like the chain the swapping between a faction every week is useless because guess what you're not going to level up you're never going to see that content you have to dedicate time and energy to that faction to make it feel you know what and at the end of the day you know my dialogue thing mm -hmm. i would love for that to happen but i know honestly realistically you're right it won't it won't happen to dialogue's Destiny. not but, the thing of them yeah but if you could have that like no what yeah you're that saying, fits that, right that's, in line that's what yeah. i really want that's, that's the what i biggest thought was kind of what I you want. were kind yeah. of shooting towards that's it was the like part of it i want more let me, missions let me guide this for those <laughs> yeah no thank you for doing that i want more missions for those factions that feels i want more story for them and the reason why they're you know there what? and I'll what even they put want. it out there none of us actually have any idea what's above 25 at this point yeah. for those factions Not or if you can even go above 25 we know you can because people were able to go up to i knew people that were up in 60s because they would figure out ways to cheat it and get their faction up high like crazy because <laughs> they were going for those shaders back when shaders were rare as oh fun. yeah that's right that's so, crazy that people are already ranked 60 yeah i'm rank eight <laughs> yeah, I'm 24. Yeah, 21. And I don't even See, know how you did that shit. Hardcore over here. <laughs> Try um, hard. And you did fall off of of the different contents at various occasions, and that's probably part of why you're not. Very I high. really, yeah, I really fell off of House of Wolves, especially Crota. I really tried, but I ended up hating it a lot. God, and I hated Crota. House of Wolves, like I knew it was. So good, let me. But I, still I guess this is actually a good time me. for me to, to quote Cody here and put his. Do thoughts it. In the game. We're about halfway through this. Do so. it. Um, I'm just going to quote it word for word, starting now. I made a joke prior to TTK's release that it was going to do for Destiny what the Burning Crusade did for WoW. Turns out I may have been more correct than I realized. TTK has opened up so many doors for the world of Destiny that we never even thought were of before. Encounters and strikes that are randomized, creating a new experience every time you do a strike. Quest lines that give you incredible weapons, raid encounters that are surprisingly mechanically dense and more stuff to do than ever before. Earlier in the week, we were treated to the revelation of the Black Spindle, an exotic weapon that was obtainable by triggering something special in a mission. And it was hard. As fuck. But so awesome at the same time. Since then, the internet has been going crazy, searching every inch of every mission, trying to find more instances like the Black Spindle. Community built, uh, let's see, he skipped it, sorry. Uh, this is what I love about Destiny since day one, the exploration of this world and the community built around that exploration. I have never looked at the forums as much as I have this week. Seeing if anyone has stumbled upon anything that could portray to the next special mission objective. I'm loving every second of this right now. Um, I'll keep this short and simple. What do I want from Destiny over uh, to do over the next year and beyond? Continue to evolve like it has already since vanilla. People are calling it year one, the beta of Destiny, and they're kind of right. The game feels more full than ever before, and I'm so excited to see what's in store for us over the next few years. Bungie, keep these, surpri uh, keep these surprises uh, up your sleeves and continue to shock and amaze me, and there's no way I could be disappointed. Uh, as for something specific, I believe that the next expansion will portray the Cabal. 
Uh, I know the leaked Destiny release timeline sh- uh, that we saw last year was that the Vex would be the next and the Cabal after that. However, I feel like they've swapped things around, especially since uh, they've heard our cries about Cabal. Uh, we already got more of a look into their lore uh, of this species uh, with the new missions, the Shield Brothers Strike, etc. We know the Cabal were able to send a distress signal to the head of the Cabal Empire during the events of TK. Perhaps he will be the next to invade our universe. So yeah, I think that summarizes it pretty well. Um, yeah, that did that did wonder. It's like right on the nose. We want to right see it continue nose. to evolve. We don't want to see it suddenly get into any sort of feel like you know what? Let's put it that way. We don't want to see them get complacent. Yeah, I want no, them to continue to try truth. and strive to please us because they'll keep surprising us with things that will please us, even if they don't necessarily hit it right all the time. They'll continue to try. And and that's, that's what I'm saying. With better than most companies missions, you know. Yeah, and then that could unlock new areas. Absolutely. I, I like the idea of coming into a new expansion and just be like, okay, I'll do a few things with the Vanguard, whatever. But then after I align my allegiance... Three hours allegiance, later, you're elsewhere. You have three no hours, idea what the fuck just happened. Sure. Three hours later, I align my agents. I hear something about you could do something with something. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you could go to um, Neptune with new dead orbit. They're in orbit in Neptune. What are they doing over in Neptune? I don't know. What are, whatever they're doing. They're uh, they're finding new sources of energy. Mm-hmm. Let's just say that. Yeah. Powering new weapons. Uh, making new facilities. Creating new worlds and new places for us to go to because the universe is not just as big as our solar system in this galaxy or universe that we've created in Destiny. It's more than that. Because obviously these Cabal and these Fallen had to come from somewhere originally. Mm-hmm. No, These are those. the outskirts of their vanguard. We need more things to go into depth and not be constrained within like... our solar system and what we know as fact. We need destiny to allow itself to surprise us. I feel like, I'm going to put this out there like this. I feel like with Taken King, and more specifically the next two pieces of content that lead into the quote-unquote, according to that original screenshot, Destiny 2 release, um will wind up being supplemental ones that kind of help substantiate more of what we're doing. They will give us, provide us probably a new raid and another high-end activity similar to an arena, possibly even just a bigger arena with actually like more to do than just rooms. I would like to see a six-man arena too. I would like to see a six-man arena that has... That's the other thing. ...mazes before encounters. Bigger battles. Bigger, like more of a chain, more like a five-star chain almost. So it's like, yeah, you can have like four rooms, five rooms, whatever. But each room leads to a chain of events that then will lead to a boss. What so if you they don't know what you're going to encounter in that process? Yeah. What if they included, so say they have new strikes going forward, they made it six man strikes and the raids, maybe like an eight or a 10 man team. But now, make the enemies bigger and let's more Let's keep it complex. in their themes. Multiples of three. Nine and 12, please. Okay. Nine and, 12, <laughs> nine and 12. Nine and 12. I could deal with nine. I could deal with nine. I could deal with nine. I don't think 12 will work. 12, yes. 12 would be far too many. Unless you split them in half and had two separate paths that, and then they had, had to meet in the middle, that would be that would oh that would if add you had to treat it almost like two separate raids at okay. once that complete each that's other. That's what that, but that's what I'm saying. Uh, make it evolve. Don't get stuck in one type of mentality right. yeah. for your mission structure. And you wouldn't be able to actually complete the raid until you've done both sides. And if it's random every time, 
The resets on those have to be a month, though. I'll tell you that right now. You'll have to have the reset on a giant 12-man <laughs> raid a month apart. Yeah, they would have to increase If you're trying resets, to also keep people playing some of your older raids, too, at the all at the same time, yeah, you're going to have to make that reset a month, please. But wouldn't that be a compelling thought? Though? Oh, absolutely. Like, it's yeah. just one of those things. It's just, like, for me, you have to look at what the structure is now and how does that evolve, not let me add a bunch of features that aren't already existing but how do you rework and reconfigure things that exist to be more approachable well, and more awesome? And like you said, like that's how we came to the idea of where we're at. With, yeah, yeah, the, with the, the factions. factions. Yeah, I, I, I like the you fact that you kind of course the, the, the go the into their mindset. There. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying, yeah, and I could thing. totally be okay with that. Yeah, I, would I agree. We need to have I because I'm right there with you. We need to have more exposition and more justification for why we're doing what we do. We need to have more of a history of understanding. And sympathy slash empathy yes. for our empathy. own character. That's the biggest thing. Empathy. I can get I want sympathy to, now for characters. Yeah, I can feel sympathy for any other characters. And I, it, and I can definitely either. identify that, you know, my hunter's me. But at the same time, my in-head continuity joking story that's kind of slight comedy <laughs> isn't necessarily the most accurate thing to the actual yeah. game. And I'd like to be able to justify why I have a serious dialogue or, or narrative in my head um in my head right now i have it that technically toland went crazy went dark side became zur and is now just trying to hit on ikora ray every few weeks and then whenever he gets becomes dejected he goes down into the little like fucking nightclubby area hangs out there and drowns his sorrows in alcohol bungee and then he knows sells too much. shit. <laughs> yeah exactly each week he comes by he's like hey Cora, i got stuff to sell you want to come hang out I, I'm waiting Creepy. for the time whenever he opens his club and goes, what are you buying? I know, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like straight sticks. out of Resident Evil. You don't want to sell me death sticks. That'd be great, too. But what yeah, are you so selling? I'm kind that of, too, I'm kind of yeah. in the mindset that like I'd like to have more missions that involve the history of the game. So we kind of, like so far, it's just sort of been like the very dark... I'll say this. I saw a great comparison video months, heck, even a year ago now, between Dark Souls and Destiny. They have very similar, just ambiguous histories that are like, well, you're reborn That's and you're fighting on the side true. of the light versus the dark. Have fun. Okay. Very I guess true. I'll go do that. But you kind of, with Dark Souls, the gameplay is so ridiculously hard. That's all people ever focused on. And, and they didn't get the lost enemies in are the, so dark. There is no lightness to be had except for what we've had a couple to, with yeah. Destiny where it's kind of like, ooh. I'm curious of you now. Like the Fallen and the Cabal themselves, they're... They're not of the darkness. They're not. They are just... They, they maybe are they're also, like us, where we've been fucked. They are. And like they've been forced fucked. out of their homes. Well, exactly. the Cabal are, are straight-up conquerors, so I don't see them being forced out. Well, fallen are 100% pushed out. Yeah, there's Fallen are scavengers. Cabal are conquerors, right? Yep. Uh, the Hive, maybe that's something along the sides of... We just Consistent know that war. I just had a great idea. and Vex are darkness. Oh my god, I just had a great oh, idea. Know. So the Cabal and, 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 the, mm -hmm. and the Fallen, Fallen right? So the Fallen, similar to maybe like, like a dead orbit where it's like we gotta leave and we gotta fend for our own and then the Cabal, similar new to monarchy. a new monarchy where they're trying to forge a new empire from the fallout of maybe a fallen one that happened i would oh. like to see stuff with the time travel thing and see if but that's, that's what i'm saying yeah. like i want more i want more shit like that so mm -hmm. something that just occurred to me the fallen came here like to earth and we've been fighting him ever since what if they came seeking refuge and back they, in the day they, they did 
It's it's alluded and to we, heavily in the grimoire. And then and we it's straight also up just turned around and said no. By the ghost in several of the story missions, the fallen ran here because they were running away. Mm-hmm. So what we're facing here is the only reason the fallen hate us is because we hated them first. We wouldn't. We didn't want them here. Mm-hmm. That's compelling. That's a great That's what I mean. idea. And My we need to know thing, that in the game. We need to know. My biggest yeah. thing is I still want a mission that goes back to the cataclysm. I, I like that idea too. And then really from there do. it forks off depending on your species to give more exposition into your personal history. Possibly you never knew it, but your exo turns out to being some guy named something 36. Turns out he's been memory wiped 36 times. Well, that's the thing is that the numbers have direct allusions to the number so of times I've been six, his not his he's name. Been, he's been memory wiped six times. Yeah. They all have that. They've all said that like very specifically like the grimoires all say it like that's why their numbers exist. But I, d- apart from that, but essentially, let it be known Isn't that you're actually so, 44. Yeah. Well, he looks funny. <laughs> What's funny is he actually, in one of his many dialogues, he forgot he what he by, gave us last week. The right. No, as you're walking by him, he'll actually count. He'll be like 42, 43. How many times has it been? And kind of like lets it trail off. And the Grimoire explains that he's counting the number of times that he thinks he's been memory wiped. But it'd be interesting to see that, like, our guardian, who is an exo, actually wound up participating in the Cataclysm War, and then that's how he was dropped in the Cosmodrome, never be found, till the ghost showed up. Or that, hey, your Awoken was actually, even though, like, he's always told, like, or she, for that matter, has been told, like, by the the fall or the Awoken of the Reef that they're not Reefborn, that in fact, what if they out were, and they were the first ones to head back to yeah. Earth? You know what would be really cool? And died in the Cosmodrome before the the ghost resurrected you. Yeah, going along with that idea of going back into the Golden Age, what if you had the opportunity, so say for each character, like what you're saying, mm-hmm. you experience what happened when you were what you were before you got resurrected from the in ghost. In the Cosmodrome. So we know that in we the have Cosmodrome. the Cosmodrome. Very, very you last scene in the Cosmodrome. There. So, say what for the Awoken, you get something. Say for the... XO, uh, XO you get another something, and for the human, you get another something. Each three have different storylines, and also within that, give allusions to what the factions want and the mentality of where they are today. See, I just found... Like, what, what do you think about that? Like, giving storylines for not only your character, but also the world that, that they're going to inhabit it later. I, I would but like, because they've been resurrected, they don't necessarily remember that, and that's why they go back. I would like to interject something here. Thinking about what you just said, saying going back, seeing the collapse, everything like that, humans were first, right? <laughs> so Noon Monarchy is going to take that information and say that they're the supremacy. It'd be fun to hear more, di- more propaganda in the tower like that. But yeah. if you think about it, that, uh, New Monarchy's watching you. But if you think about it... And Dead Orbit being like, well, we ran away and it worked. Everyone survived. They all became Woken, sure, but well, whatever. The, no, even on, a, even on a more genetic level, the Awoken left and evolved. So they're the next step in human evolution, it's hard to say correct? evolved when then there's the Exo that was created by man. Again, it's all alluded to. By it's all alluded. But he, that's, that's what I'm saying. So each of the races has a claim for supremacy. 
I'd almost rather it not go that route. I see where you're going. We already. start. We start with a race war. <laughs> yeah, I'd really rather. Yeah, I don't know if I want a race route. war. I want to. If anything, I want it like a mentality, like a, like a philosophical I want, battle. Let me put it this way: I want those history more things compelling than race. to justify more of why you're doing what you're doing. Yes. so you, it brings everyone together. I want that to be the exiting feeling when you leave that mission and go. We all have a reason to be here. We all have a very clear reason why we're fighting this shit. All I'm saying we is were that all there when it died, basically. Well, and, that, and that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. like the the mentalities of like what what was going on in the past affecting where you are in the future. And you know, all I'm saying not is, necessarily bringing you further apart, but maybe bringing you closer together too. Because I think Destiny, while having such cataclysm and fallout effects from what you were as before, I think ultimately Destiny is meant to be a hopeful Destiny. Yeah, it's an idea of what we can be. What we can become, Later. yeah. But yeah, what all I'm saying is, though, if they wanted to, they if they go that route, they literally open up the absolute possibility of a cross-faction war. Again, I just don't see where you would go beyond that point, because then you wind up splitting things up too much, and suddenly your character that you were invested in that would be teamed up with your other character that you're invested in now hate each other. Maybe. But see, that's just not the way that it works. That's exactly how it works. That's that's not how it works though, because okay, so take for instance, even in Skyrim, okay, if you were an Imperial, you didn't have to side with the Imperials. Vice versa with Nord, the Nords actually technically hated Dark Elves and Argonians, hated them, but if you proved yourself worthy, you could be with them. See what I'm saying? So. Again, though, that's another game where all the sides wind up actually working together against the fourth side that showed up from the Vale. Through through that fucking portal. Remember in the early cutscenes of that game, ESO? There was a darker side. They were all at war, and then they all banded together, the three factions, to fight the fourth group that was coming through and destroying their lands. Exactly. So they put they still aside war. their war. No, they yes, still they war. did. They still war. Doesn't matter though. For the majority of the game, they still put aside their stuff apart from three or four zones where they wind up having free for all modes. Yes. I, that's how all MMOs work. They, that's they not how this a one false works. False faction that then you is negated in most social zones until you get into specifically PvP zones where all bets are off. No, no. no. So as part of the um, Ebonheart Pact. Mm hmm. If I enter Daggerfall area, the Daggerfall Covenant area, I am instantly marked as a target. Like, my name goes from green to red. Anyone on the other side can kill me, but they don't have to. Again, though, you have to enter their territory. What you're now claiming is there's territories. The way that Destiny's built, there aren't territories. You have to incorporate all that, but sure. But what I'm getting at is it's not what they want. They want the player base to feel unified in their endeavors. Splitting it up and fracturing it destroys that player base all i'm saying is it would add another element it would add another element sure for a personal experience but as a group as a community that already rallies together against bungie they wouldn't play against that no that's exactly how it is really like let's be honest <laughs> yeah the do. community is kind of like okay fuck these guys what did they put in here now what's the new secret what's the new cheese what's this the gr the communities come together and that's the thing is that bungie's more, more destiny's more about 
the so fans coming just, together. The way you said it was just so funny to me because it's, it's so brutally honest. It's yeah. so dead on, though. It so is. Look, okay, maybe... Okay, another positive yeah, idea. Yeah, go for it. So, maybe instead of factions... Um, and while I'd still like faction story missions altogether, the other idea I have is we've seen abilities with the Fallen to kind of ally themselves with other factions. So... Fall, fallen House of Wolves, right? They with, specifically beat the shit out of them and then conquered them. Oh, okay. yeah, with Wolken. <laughs> True. Harsh methods, yeah, but, yeah, it but it worked. It fucking worked. But it worked. Until one guy was finally like, yeah, fuck these guys, let's go try and not be with them. And then we subjugate them again. Yep. Um, maybe the catharsis moment mm-hmm. is finding the right houses for the right job slash who would be willing to work with us. Because obviously we see the three elements of quote-unquote darkness, the armies of the darkness, quote-unquote, as we understand it, um, fighting amidst themselves. Maybe the idea next is to bring in those armies into our own. The next, maybe the first of being is the fallen, because they seem like the most malleable. You've never seen Hive and Vex fight, ever. True. Hive Ever. and Vex could be the true darkness. Cabal and and the Fallen are just being other only people literally fallen out armies trying to survive amidst this dark world that's mm-hmm. already inhabited. Yep. Maybe the idea of the light moving forward is to unite all armies and all races together to band against the real forces of the darkness. So Cabal and Fallen. Piggybacking on that, I feel like what will wind up happening. Uh, yeah. More than likely using also lore as a backdrop again. The Fallen will probably be the ones that we would actually lie with the most. It, it, to kind of equate to... Because we are too, in a way. Much We're Sanghili, Yes. Sanghelios. Oh, and, and the Earth. way they fight too. I know, right? No doubt. Um, elites from Halo. Not entirely, because we have you know fringe factions and groups that have obviously still aligned themselves with the covenant or like the house pirates etc yeah exactly but you'll wind up having a group of of them one of them possibly kings possibly devils who knows maybe even one that we haven't seen yet ally themselves with the house of judgment have the house of judgment but that's only one person the house of judgment strictly is just Varix. yes he's the only one but what if he does wind up growing his house and allying himself with you? Exactly. Um, the Cabal, I feel like, will never ally themselves with anyone. I feel like they're very much like Imperial Rome. Fuck everybody and everything. But, Let me conquer everything. What's What if we can talk to they the leader? They do have leader. legionaries and centurions. Yes. What, what, what <laughs> if we too. can get to the leadership of the Cabal and start to create a negotiation? While a negotiation. I'm intrigued... With I have a steps. strong feeling it won't be the case. Considering I, I wish we found out be. another piece of like if you pay attention really closely to the dialogue that's between Cade and the other characters that talk during strikes and shit, Shield Brothers has a very interesting piece of dialogue from Cade, and that's that Cabal are exiled from their society when they declare war. They are not allowed to come back unless they conquer. They're not allowed back to the Empire until oh. they conquer a, a, what their objective is and that's win. An, that's an interesting... So with that uh, much of a mentality, such, such a drastic mentality, I don't think that can happen. But mm. knowing that, it also makes me think that we could wind up having a very interesting rivalry war with them. 
in the sense that they'll never align with us, but there could be times when we both are gunning for the same thing and not fighting each other. And not not okay, communicating, maybe. not communicating, not creating a dialogue, I see what, I but see strictly what you're going just with, like because their their yeah. philosophy is so ingrained within their yeah uh, their whatever their whatever their everything the yeah. actual mentality yeah, is yeah, that yeah. we haven't seen full, but whatever's okay. there. I just I would hope that at some point we're at least allowed to figure out what that full mentality is. Yes, it's alluded yes. to no doubt with yeah. what you're saying in the grimoire, yeah. but I would like to see what their homeworld was like. Same no, thing as I'd like too. to see like, what I'd the like fallen big from. base is. Where's the? Where I kind of feel like the dreadnoughts from. the home of the hive, considering the way that exactly. Oryx is portrayed. I feel like the hive are explained. I don't need any more I will information say, I guess let me put on this the way hive. Too. Right? With ten Oryx, years. Ten years. Three species. It. Ten years. Three species. Is that right? Four species. Four species. Four species. Four species. species. I feel like year one has pretty much buried us in hive. Yes. So much. With so. kind of part of year two. I mean, we've, we've touched on the Fallen, we've touched on the Vex in, in Vanilla, um, but I feel like we've really gotten to understand what the fuck the Hive are, we know exactly who they worship, who they follow, all that stuff. And it's because they are complete darkness. They are the Yeah, we've, we figured it out. They pretty much are permanently the, the anti, yeah. yeah. Um, I think what we will wind up getting is another year touching on, you know, Vex and Cabal. We've kind of got that illusion. I feel like this next year, regardless of what order it comes out in now, the next two expansions will probably be Vex and Cabal. Maybe we could have a few fights in there where we fight with the Fallen, but necessarily not yeah, yeah. one following the other. That. Like a cooperation, not I a I would like that a lot, alliance. especially if Varix winds up getting connections yeah. back within the Fallen. Yeah, yeah. Who, I, would love they to go. See, I would love to see this time jump thing <sighs> come about. With the Vex. That would be cool. That'd be I awesome. would love to see that too. Well, I would love to see... Not necessarily, um, like you specifically jump back in time, but you jump back in time into somebody else's experience. A lot of games have yeah, experimented. That's fine. that's fine. No, yeah, that's fine. A lot of games have as experimented long as it goes back with to that, that time period. I don't care. But what you happens. play as somebody else for the time being. Yeah. Because I would love to see. Maybe you're playing the game, and at the like you're playing a level, and at the end of it, you realize you weren't even human. You were fallen, fighting with humans against the oh, hive. That's just getting out. Be, I'd be really interested. Just the one thing I worry is that they really want to make sure that they know that you are you kind of thing. I feel like they could do a Ghost of Christmas Past in a way where yeah. you constantly kind of are aware of your character's presence, even though you're not playing your character. Well, what what if what if you you're the 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 fallen and suddenly you know the fallen say okay turn on the humans or turn on yeah, yeah. you know the earthlings what, whatever it was and you turn and the first person it's you like shoot District Nine. That'd be the hilarious. first person oh you shoot God. happens to be dude. What yourself. if, what if it yeah. was like fucking District Nine and like we had them in like a concentration Which camp is kind and of everything? Funny considering what the, tra- the traveler looks like, <sighs> yeah, right. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like, what if it was that kind of thing? And then like all of a sudden, like you're saying, like it's like okay, fuck them, like fucking turn on the humans, and then that introduces like like a confusion state into our ranks. Then the cabal come in. They're really fucking fighting hard with our biggest military, mm-hmm. and then the hive. The hive really fuck us over. The vex we don't regardless, even know about I think because we they're, all they're agree, teachers of space. Regardless of how they implement it, I kind of feel like we all agree that we want to see more of the history that we're told yeah. and not the, seen. The biggest problem with the game, as I've heard it from everyone around me, yep. is the fact that you feel like you are experiencing events after the greatest events of the universe. Mm-hmm. And it's like you're thrown in after the cool. Well, and parts. I guess I guess let me to draw a comparison real quick. 
Marks is having mic trouble, so he's now just going to hold it. Yep. <laughs> Sorry for that noise. We've only got a couple minutes, so it that's fine. It looks hilarious. I know. Um, so, I'm trying to think of what I just had. Um, fuck. I hate that when you get sidetracked and thought uh, and it just fucks your day. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. It's fine. No, you were fine. It was that whole thing that just threw me off. It wasn't even Marcus. It was just his mic got fucked up. Um, I'm sorry. God, I wish you guys could see how he's holding this right I know, now. It's right? ridiculous. It's throwing me off right now. Um, so let's see. We were playing as our characters. We want to see more of a reason why we're doing what we do. Reason why we're doing what we're doing. What the history of the whole world is. I'd love to see. And, and this is an obvious thing. So I don't even know if it's worth mentioning. But obviously the history of the nine. What are the nine? What are they doing? Like obviously they've been alluded to five million times in the game. Do you guys see that every single weekend that Zer's in town. Uh, he makes a tribute to the Awoken in the tower. I found out that's only when Zer's in town. Interesting. When he leaves, they take away that spray paint thing, and the flowers leave that one planter. So it changes. Okay. And it, yeah. That's cool. And it's signed by the nine. That's really oh, cool. I have a picture. I'll show you. Okay. Yeah, um, that's cool. But like stuff like that, like that's what I really want to know about with what this universe is. It's just, I want to feel the experiences that made us the way we are so that we can understand what we are now and what we will want to do going forward. It's confusion. That's the biggest problem with Destiny, bar none. If you talk to anybody, the mechanics and the gameplay of the game, they're not going to poke fun at that at all because the gameplay and the mechanics Especially are so solid. Especially since they just added swords. Like, people are yeah. just so excited about they're, gameplay. It's so fucking solid on the gameplay yep. side of things. It's The problem is the world building because when you come off of what Halo is and, that's this, and Destiny is the next thing that you do and you don't properly explain... And it's hard. What you are it's hard when no one is. touched anything you did before exactly. Halo, and before Halo, you might have done stuff like this. But the other side of it too that I have to like always kind of help people remember is when Halo One itself dropped, there wasn't really much of a backstory going on until they released that Halo Fall of Reach book. That's when we really Ish. got real, real backstory yeah. on what you're doing. Because you, like, you get the small explanation. I'd say Halo War. 2 was good, too. Oh, yeah. No, I, I just meant, no, I just meant in terms of timeline of the game release and everything around it. Sure. That we okay. didn't have anything until that Fall of Reach came out. And then that's when we started getting the, the, the avalanche of awesome backstory. It was just that initial release. People were like, what the fuck? Really it's just this. It's cool. Like, I want yeah. no more. And just like that, I'm doing we the same with Destiny. That, I just though. need what that substantial the thing backstory. is that makes me fall in love with this franchise the same way I did with that. Because so, if we did have that, what would Destiny be at that point? Amazing. Mm -hmm. so, Everyone. Oh, I remember what I was going to say. to it. Go, uh, before I forget no, no, it. Yeah, no, yeah. Go ahead. So, with World of Warcraft, they just experienced Warlords of Draenor. It was a time travel expansion that finally went back to the first war that the entire game talks about. Mind you, it's 10 years after the fucking game came out. Bungie, you better not take that long. I swear I'm God. right there with you on that statement. <laughs> but no, like that's just uh, just to kind of draw home. That's essentially the kind of drop we need right now is something akin to that. Sorry, this is really funny. No, you're dead on. <laughs> don't you're even fucking don't take that fucking long. Do that. No, I'm right there with you. Like that's. Oh man. But just to draw the comparison, that's what we need is something akin to that sort of like backstory and time travel theme. I think the biggest thing is we need something to keep us hooked and to revitalize the people that were kind of cast asunder mm -hmm. by the first launch. So my last thought, I just want to get out there and then you have a full full run to close us off after that. Okay. Um, my last thing is the one last thing I wanted to have is I want to have clans that you form on Bungie's website actually 
be substantial in game. And that's what I'm also talking about with faction too. I like them to incorporate just to kind of give a very dry run of it. A single social area that it could be the same room for everybody. It doesn't matter. Just as long as it's your social area, you know, for your clan place where you guys can meet up. Yeah. It's got a chat room. Makes it easy to coordinate what you want to do that day. If you have a sizable clan, like we're slowly building, sizable clans have a lot of communication, meaning, hey, we have a raid. We want to go do this six-man raid. Who of you 52 people is available and wants to do this right now? That sort of thing makes it easier if you kind of just make a simple one-stop shop for that. In addition, I'd also like us to have like the Call of Duty uh, ability of creating an emblem. That would be fucking cool. That's a great point. Emblems would be awesome. And then your own shader. So then it's just it's just labeled Ooh. faction or you know clan Ooh. emblem shader. And then in Crucible, you could go into that. Maybe Crucible, you could have something akin to what you were saying before, faction wars. That would work for that with clans. clan wars. Thank you, clan wars, and yeah. have like I was saying, the moment that like say Iron Man is over, that next week until the next Iron Banner, the the clan that won that whatever has a decree like a discount on purchasing or something i feel like you'd almost have to separate yourself from the factions the factions feel more of supplemental in regards similar to crucible and vanguard and that's the only reason why i don't think they're the right places to do that in but if you built a whole new platform around a different the group yes all right so in conclusion we want explanation as to why we're doing what we're doing (laughs) yes um that's 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 a big part of it do it um also, we'd like to see just some extra elements to the game that allow us to customize not only us, but apparently a group. Um, I'm on board with that. Having a group would be nice. Having your own shader would be nice. And honestly speaking, it wouldn't be that hard to do. Um, there are a crap ton of shaders. <coughs> Let somebody just pick from colors that you already have on there and form it into their own. Um, I'm in agreement that it's probably not ever going to happen, that there will be faction wars but clan wars seems doable um other than that i think all we really want is it's just some knowledge evolution and more evolution on what we have and Mm -hmm. what where we came from don't be afraid to take chances that's the biggest thing that i can say for bungie i don't want them to feel complacent as we were saying before activision let them take chances yeah that's activision won't let them do that probably we see, uh, saw that I with feel like COD. that's the bottleneck, yeah. We saw that with COD. Um, um, so as long as they don't become COD, right. I think we have a chance to make Destiny Take notes great. like you have. Don't become fishies. And sites, things of that nature, well, sure. And this new COD seems to be changing things up, too. Maybe finally. Activision is finally understanding what people really want. Yeah, they All want right. the same thing for 10 years. Um, yeah, I think that's about it. Uh, with that, you guys can reach us at geekdominationlisteners at gmail.com. Uh, in addition, you can check us out on Facebook, like us there. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Geek Domination. That's G three three K D O M I N A T I O N. You can follow Anthony at Tyson Brothers, right? Yeah, I'm on I'm on Twitter as Tyson Brothers, as um, well as but, our uh, usual. Yeah, we got the YouTube going up too. Geek Domination. Yep. Just you can it. you can follow myself on Twitter as well as at Jazzman four J A Z Z M A N four. Yeah, you can do all that stuff. Uh, go to our YouTube, youtube.com slash geekdomination. Um, yeah, I think that's about it. Uh, with that, we'll see you guys next week. Bye. It'll be fun. It will be. So <laughs> next week will be the very last wrap-up of Destiny Month. Ah. And we'll finally be able to get into everything else that we've been doing because fucking everything else. <laughs>
I don't, I don't know what you guys are talking about. I haven't been doing anything about Destiny. Later. Bye.